All right, what's going on? Welcome to a very special edition of Sunday Poor. My name is Anthony. I'm here on the horn with my cousin Ant, ready to go with another movie edition of the show. Tonight, we are celebrating the holidays. It is 420, and we look back in time to when all we had to worry about was littering and, littering and, littering and. Ant, how we doing? You ready for the Super Trooper show? And what are you drinking? Smoking the reefer. Uh, <laughs> I am ready. I have a bottle of Doers in front of me currently. Nice. All right. Good. Yeah, I just cracked a beer. I'm ready to rock. Budweiser? Uh, yeah, just Bud, man. I'm at the um, – I, I, don't, I don't have any variety anymore. I went through a bunch of variety this weekend. And thinned out the herd, and now all I really have is uh, these buds left. A couple of the essentials. Couple... Yeah, no, I'm I'm good to go uh, with these. I just I don't, I'm not stocked up on, uh, you know, the extra uh, comforts that we're used to. You know, but that's right. all right. Doing right. just fine. Yeah, like you yeah, said, no. like you said, desperate times. But I'm, I, it's it's working out for me though. I'm not uh, like I said. I'm not I'm not um, I'm not fiending for anything. They don't have, so I'm good to go. Right, that's good. Yeah. So Super Troopers, and not, yes. it's not one that you could really sink your teeth into, like, the plot and stuff. No, <laughs> realized, no, plot I is very that, secondary. And I realized one of the biggest takeaways I have from this movie, watching it uh, today for – I mean, I've, I've seen par- bits and parts of it here and there throughout the years. I don't think I've sat down and watched it from the beginning in the longest time. But even still, what I took away from the most of it this time is that – the last third, maybe even almost half of the movie, like is all very hazy to me. I remember some parts like really well, but you know, like that's just the part where you're you're dozing off. You know, it's late night. You put it on, it's like it's all hype from the beginning. The car chase, uh, do you boys like Mexico? And then like, you know, the syrup <laughs> chugging, and then you know, just then like, plot gets involved and just kind of things get disjointed and go a little. They go off the rails for a little bit. And I remember end very well, but uh, yeah, I, I could, I probably couldn't have told you yesterday, uh, like the exact plot. Like I could tell certain things, but I couldn't tell you what the whole oh, okay. what the whole setup was. You know what I mean? Like I knew there was something with the other cops, I knew there was something at a banquet, um, but what the whole thing was. But it doesn't matter. That's not the kind of movie it is. This this is just it's just a stoner comedy, um, cop movie because because cops love it too apparently. Yeah, they should. I don't <laughs> think it great. negatively portrays them too much. <laughs> no, unless you're Farva, unless you're the Farva character. Farva may not be great, but yeah, the other four not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the ones that are obviously helping to smuggle drugs into the country, I guess, aren't great either. But other than that, well, it's a different kind of bad light. It's a different yeah. different kind of bad light. Uh, yeah, it's one of those movies where the plot points are kind of few and far between. Uh, like when I was going over this uh, movie and watching it, I had a little, cat- little category written down for plot, and I didn't really write yeah. too much down. <laughs> There's not much, man. No. <laughs> uh, I do remember this movie. I don't know why. I just th- This movie just sticks out to me. Like I, I know like the back of my hand, uh, just from it being very quotable. Uh, sure. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I would say up there with, uh, and you could probably agree with this, with old school as just a classic. In terms of uh, just being a, a favorite of ours, yeah, of the past right, twenty five yeah, years of ones that we were so. of ones that we were around for. Like obviously, yeah, you know, the Caddyshack airplane that came before us that are classics, but our generation, yeah, this is up yes. there, man. This is up there, and it's 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 funny because you mentioned old school, which is like a, a Hollywood blockbuster of a comedy. Yeah. Uh, Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, and uh, one of the Wilson brothers, and. Uh, and this is just this like made for like two million bucks or something like that, and it's just a complete indie comedy movie. And I don't know, there's not like this crazy story behind it, but basically they had made one movie before this, and what I had never even heard of it until I was reading about Super Troopers, Club Dread. Uh, for, no, Club Dread was after this. Oh, was it? Yeah, and there was another movie. I didn't even write it down because uh, I didn't think it was even worth. It. I, I know nothing about it, but it just kind of fell flat in its face. And then reading about Rolling Stone had a um, like oral history of Super Troopers, uh-huh. and they and they talk a lot glowingly about uh, Harvey Weinstein because he funded the movie, oh, <laughs> or he bought right? the he, he bought he bought the, he didn't fund it he bought the movie, 
like they raised their own money. They had a friend who raised the money to make it, but yeah. So they so Harvey did him like a service at uh, Sundance or somewhere. Like he went to their movie, and it was it was a big look when he was at uh-huh. when he was at a a movie. So uh, that helped him out a lot and gave him kind of the credibility they needed. So it was kind of funny because this was written before, obviously the oral history was written before all this kind of shit came to light. Of course, yeah. But uh, it was a little awkward to read that, but. Yeah, I mean, you, you, we were talking about old school. It's just two movies that are polar opposites because, you know, old school, which actually was a couple of years after this, right? This is 2001 Super Troopers? Yeah, they go, yeah, 2001, it might have come out 2002 or something. It was weird. Yeah. I couldn't kind of get a straight answer on that. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously old school, 2003. Old school is obviously these established stars. You had Vince Vaughn, yeah. who was a household name by then. Will Ferrell, who was, you know, the biggest name on SNL. Probably just wrap it up around there. Luke Wilson. He had all these other supporting players who were well-known people. Then you have this movie, who is just—I mean, they were just a—you uh, know—five college buddies, basically, right? Just, they were in a comedy troupe. Yeah, they went to like Colgate up, up which is upstate New York, which is where a lot of this movie is filmed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like the little engine that could of comedies, and it, really, it was a lot of the movies. It's kind of unique to that time where I think they got a lot of credibility after they went to DVD. Like now you see a lot of things that get released uh, like on Netflix or you get things that are released in theaters. And then, you know, if it's on Netflix, it's there. And then eventually it gets buried on Netflix. So there's no second life for it. Yeah. Like Super Troopers got released in the theaters, uh, which is life number one. Then it goes out on DVD. That's life number two. And then it's on like Comedy Central and shit. And that's life number three. I guess streaming is like a fourth thing yeah. well these movies today i don't know if a movie like this could happen in the way it did today there's got to be like a little indie movie to kind of make it i don't know what it would take yeah and i have a confession to make i did a rewatch i've seen the movie so many times but i did i did a rewatch on uh comedy central that's I, tough I, man. it is it, i've seen it, it so many times that i know all the lines they cut out is there any good uh like you know my favorite edit in a in cable is in the big lebowski Pool Stranger Where, uh, in the Alps. Exactly, yeah. So that's <laughs> no, they didn't have that. They was just they just cut out the F bombs and just kind of muted it. Oh, uh, okay. And it's funny, sometimes Comedy Central, I think after a certain time of night, they un they're not edited. Like there's commercials, but they don't edit the uh the language out. Even F bombs I think get dropped in after yeah. like two. Well, o'clock I can tell you morning. right now it was this was D V R because I have it on in the background. It was D V R at two thirty in the afternoon on like a Sunday, so that's why so I couldn't I couldn't, I couldn't find it, so I guess here you go. Here's life number five for I could not find it like anywhere for free. Mm-hmm. On Amazon, you could rent it for $3 or buy it for $5. So you, I was like, well, yeah. so I'm just going to buy it. Like, I'm not going to spend two less dollars to just have it for Yeah, certain day. movies, certain like movies are a little bit harder to find. I knew we were doing this show in advance, so when yeah. I saw it, it was going to be on Comedy Central. I can't, and I have it on DVD. I could have just thrown it in the DVD player. But I was like, what the hell, just in case uh, I'm too lazy to throw it in the DVD player, which is what happened. So I just did a quick rewatch on uh, Comedy Central. Edited, unfortunately, but uh, it was all right. I don't know how these guys feel about this, but we talked a couple weeks ago about some other movie, and it was like the people in this movie just became their characters. Yeah, like I don't I don't know. Like, As guys, thorny, yeah. thorny, thorny to me, and yeah, Farvis Marvin to me. Yeah, always. Yeah, and he's pretty uh, accomplished. Um, thorny, I can't. I might give an attempt to pronounce his name. Yeah, Jay. Myself. Call him Jay. Jay Trang- Changrishar. It's uh, well, yeah. He's mostly he's, behind the scenes, though, right? With a lot of stuff like this. Yeah, he does. He, he does a lot. He, he directs a lot of like, TV shows and stuff, and he's done a few other movies. But um, he's very yeah, he's, he's been around and Farva too. He's been Kevin Heffernan, who I think is from Milford. I think West Haven. West same Haven. thing. Though. Shit. Yeah. All right. It's all kind of blends in. Yeah. Uh, Pride of West Haven. Yeah, his parents are actually made uh, an appearance in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I didn't realize that was them. And uh, so I, re- I read before, it, and they they are in the car when Farva calls this random driver's chicken fuckers. Right. And that's his, that's his parents. I was looking out for him. And this one was pretty funny. Right. Farva's, Farva's uh, shenanigans are a little bit different. 
than the rest yeah, of the just crew. Farvish, they're sad and tragic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, yeah, Farvish yeah. like the Farvish like the black sheep. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Cut you off. No, he no. I was gonna say actually, uh, he is the one cop in this, well, at least in their crew, that's kind of yeah. negatively portrayed. Yeah. He's more of the cop that you grew up hating. Yeah, the, the guy, guy who who's takes himself and what he does a, hall, a little too seriously. He's a hall monitor in high school and just, just always craved that power. Right. Yeah, it's Farva. That is Farva. Um, what? he? Go ahead. No, I'd say Farva is he's like the black sheep of the, of the group in general where the, everybody else is on the same team. And he's always just picked on from the beginning. But he, in his own way, I might—he might be the funniest guy in the movie. Yeah, if you were gonna, okay, if you were gonna like rank someone number one, I think I would still go Thorny. But it's in a—he's a different kind of funny. I mean, it's 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 such an ensemble and just a great teamwork all around because everybody's hysterical. Farva but. Farva is like the class clown type of funny. Yeah, you know he's a big guy. No, nah, but he's not even that funny because he's, he's he's kind of funny because he's not funny. Because like the shit he like putting the soap in uh in rabbit's coffee and like they just make they make fun of him for not being funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he's like kind of the butt of the joke, funny. But I was yeah, gonna say Thor- it, Thor- Thorny yeah. is more the guy who is funny but just plays it down the middle and plays it straight. Like, he's yeah, not, he's like not almost a straight up. man. He's not yeah. chuckling after his lines. Almost but like he's a straight man, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that um, you talk about Farva's shenanigans early on in the movie. He uh, he corners Rabbit, you know, in the garage, and tells him the whole the John Denver story. You know, sun sunshine on my goddamn shoulders, John Denver. Yeah, I forget the other guy's name who lit the Char- oh, name's name's Charlie Rich. Charlie Rich, and, okay. he, and he lit and he lit. It was I'd watch it. It's a real clip. It's just not the actual award. <laughs> He he lights on like the the paper that is written on. He lights that on fire, and he like kind of says like a smart ass like this. You know, the the country music award goes to my friend John Denver as he's lighting the thing on fire. Wow! So he was really uh, he took it tough. I guess he didn't like John Denver as a kind of a pop type country, and like, but I guess like reading about it, Troy Rich wasn't like some badass country guy. He was kind of poppy himself. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, I don't know enough about it to talk about it. But his son, or he, he came out. Charlie Rich came out and said that uh, he wasn't trying to take John Denver down notch or anything. He's like he was just a little. He was on, he was on prescription meds and gin and tonics. Oh, all <laughs> right. I carried away. Yeah, so we, we've all been there before. We understand where you're coming from, Charlie Rich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was like their version of Tupac and Biggie. Country music. I, yeah, something like that. It never, um, never really got to the streets though. <laughs> No, and it was weird because John Denver wasn't in the audience. He was like in; he was remoting in via satellite to accept it, so he didn't know what the hell was going on. So they they cut to him, and he had no clue. What guy, was guy's on. award is fucking on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, um I, yeah, I like to think of him more like the rabbit and thorny of country music, okay. rather, other than the Biggie and Tupac. Okay. So, would you say? Uh, would, would, if you were handing out an MVP award, do you give it to Farva just for putting himself out there and kind of being the butt of the uh, joke, the guy who's picked on? Mm, no, nah, you know what? I think if you're just going on screen, because you can make a case for all these guys, like Hustle, to get the movie made, that's an MVP move in, in its own right. Mm-hmm. And then coming out with this as the movie, uh, I, I might have to give it to Brian Cox. Yeah, I mean, Cox adds credibility. Yeah, but he, but he, I just think, I think because he ends as strong as anybody, that's why it stuck with me a little bit. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it right now. But his scenes at the end when he's hammered are fucking hysterical. Oh, yeah. When they're, <laughs> he's on a Grady's lawn. Yeah. And swinging around like a two by four, whatever. The you know what? I, so, may, may, I think I'm going to change my vote right here on the spot. All right. Uh, Brian Cox deserves an award. Um, something to do with the credibility, something to do with them, you know, just being like completely out of place in this movie and killing it. I'll, uh, uh, we, even we still. can rename an award for Brian Cox right now on this show. Yeah, I do a Brian Cox award. Brian yeah. Cox award will be for the guy who maybe isn't necessarily the MVP, 
but the guy who adds uh, instant credibility to a movie and to a cast. A guy who's like a little, he plays a smaller role. He's a big guy who plays a small role and just owns that part. Kind of puts a team over the top. Not necessarily yeah, the yeah, best player, I, but just the guy who. Well, there's like there's like not a lot of guys you can just pick out of a cast. And say this guy, this guy gives a credibility. Like it's. Well, uh, yeah, not every movie that we do is going to have a Brian Cox Award. That's what okay. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All, all right. right, Brian Cox Award. Right, well, it's official. Okay, there it is. We'll run. Well, yeah, we don't have an exact. We'll figure it out as we go along. Yeah, I like it though. We'll probably, we'll probably forget about it. Someone will have to remind us. But trust, someone will. Yeah, get, you guys. Someone will get the Brian Cox Award. I promise. You guys, you guys haven't done a Brian Cox Award since the last four twenty. Uh, you guys doing? All right. <laughs> By next four twenty, there will be at least one person who gets the Brian Cox Award. I, I think MVP is Mac though. MVP is Mac. Okay. Yeah, I think it's him because he is he eats up he eats up chunks of the movie. Like when he's. When he's on screen with anybody else, I think you're looking at him for something. Yeah, well, he's the guy who just takes nothing serious. Yeah, yeah, but which is which is to say, when you have all five of those guys on screen, you, I think your eye is going towards him. You want to see what he does with the ball in his hand. Yeah, like I'm watching right and, now. He just got thrown out of the Winnebago trying to go fight a uh, was it a pig? Oh yeah, was it a pig? <laughs> Like a wild dog. Yeah. And uh, Rabbit's like, <laughs> Rabbit's like, Mac, don't go in there. He's angry. And Max looks at him and goes, he's angry. Yeah. And goes in and slams the door. <laughs> yeah, Mac is definitely a guy who doesn't mind mixing it up, whether it's a wild hog or a uh, Spurberry police chief. Uh, he's, the, he's, the, he's, he's, he's the wild card too, man, because right, because he, he, anything could happen. And that's that first scene, which is, we didn't even talk about that one yet. Uh, but it's a, that's still one of the most classic scenes of this movie, if not like the top three. Oh right, of when the he, whole when thing. He's driving the Miata. Is it a Miata? Yeah, yeah. Just, just that whole just that whole start with uh, the stoners get pulled over. Like that's how it starts up. Mm. The kid eats all the all the weed and all the mushrooms. That's where littering in comes from, of course. Which I started the whole show with. Right? <laughs> yeah. But to uh, that when when you watch that for the first time, like. Not the first time, but you watch that like over and over and over again on those stoned like college nights. It was just you're all repeating all those lines from like the third time you watch it. It's just it, it's just ingrained in your language from there on out. Yeah, and with this movie, with your first experience with it, uh, DVD, just buying it and watching it. I I don't remember the first time, so I assume so. I mean, it had to be like in a dorm room or uh, you know a fraternity yeah, house. Or something. I didn't so, I didn't see it in theaters, and but it was one of those. I'm not sure how. I'm not, how was this movie exactly perceived when it first came out? I'm sure it did. I mean, I think we were talking about it a little bit before. It didn't really gain uh, its following until it was around for a little bit on DVD, right? As far as I know, yeah. I mean, I was trying to find – I'm sure there were um, articles when it first came out. I didn't really look for them. Though. I was just kind of – I was looking for stuff written about it. And would you Google – Super Troopers think piece mm-hmm. does not nothing shows up zero well, results. I'll tell you one thing that uh, I just looked up on the spot that I didn't yeah. realize the budget, as you said, it was about two million, and at mm-hmm. the box office it did twenty three million. So it it, it wasn't a oh, bust by any stretch. It hmm. did pretty well. So I mean, for, it sounds like from the start they had a pretty good, uh, pretty good fan base. I mean, I'm sure you had the. I'm sure you had the uh, douchey critics, the guys who take themselves too seriously, shit all over this movie. Yeah, they might even give it a look, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, but if you're just looking to uh, shut your brain off and just take in a comedy for a couple hours, this is probably your... Like I said, I put it right up there with as, as good a comedy in our, uh, in our lifetime, at least. How about the... Uh, like the... Would you would you call Foster? Those are more than just like uh, utility players. Mm-hmm. Those guys are big. And here's the funny thing: Foster and uh, Rabbit to me were like secondary in this movie. And then in Beer Fest, I was called I almost said Beer League. In Beer Fest, mm-hmm. they were they were the main characters and kind of brought everybody else around with them. I don't know if that was by design or just kind of happened or what. Yeah, right. They're the brothers in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely more the other guys kind of play off the ball in that movie a little bit more. Yeah. And Ryan, um, uh, Foster and Rabbit are obviously the main characters. Yeah, I don't know if that was done by design. That's, that's a, and uh, a good what, question. And what, and what, talking about 
Broken Lizards uh, other movies? Like, is is that the only other one that you would have seen multiple times? Is Beer Fest? Uh, there's like there's like the Slam and Salmon uh, Club Dread, which you mentioned. Super Troopers Two. Yeah, there is a Super Troopers Three on the way? Apparently. Yeah, I've heard rumblings of that. Are they going to go back to the seventies? Because this movie was originally when they were originally <clears throat> uh, shooting to make it. They wanted this to take place in the 70s. And then mm-hmm. after this had come out, there was rumors that they were going to do uh, like a prequel playing each other's fathers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know uh, if, what's, if that's what they're going to be doing in Super Troopers 3. And I'm not sure why that fell through in the first place. That I, if, only, if, if anything, the movie would have been even funnier if it had taken place in the 70s because you would have had all that you know, well, to, spoke fun to, at the time to, sort of thing. To give an idea of like how big of a fan favorite Super Troopers is, Super, Super, I think it was funding with Super Troopers 2 and nobody wanted to put money into it. And then they crowdsourced the second movie. And all, it was just it was completely funded by fans. People put yes, money in. Yeah, so, they were right, able to, yeah. so they were able to put... It was kind of like... Uh, I don't want to say a passion project, but they were... I think they did it for the fans, to be honest with you. I mean, the fans paid for it, and I think they just wanted to do it because they, they appreciate um, you know, the love that they've gotten over the years. Because these people are like heroes among... Like a drinking crowd, the stoners, like they're heroes amongst anybody uh, that like to like, like to get fucked up and watch this movie. Like yeah. they just it's ingrained in everybody's mind. These guys are your friends now, <laughs> forever. So if you're able to raise enough money to to make a second movie, um, that says something about how, you know, how beloved. Yeah, oh yeah, they definitely their fan base has definitely grown in the last twenty years. Or so that these guys are definitely household names, and uh... for twenty five years, people have been ordering liter of cola. Of course, you know? I don't, and, I don't uh, want that. I want a goddamn liter. Yeah, so it's like when you when you've been saying these lines all these years, it's just kind of yeah, man. Why wouldn't you? No, I didn't give him any money though. No, unfortunately, I, I can't. Like, I kind of wish I did, but I didn't give him any money. <laughs> well, you went to go see it in theaters. That's, I did. Yeah, yeah we saw on, it on four twenty. He's right. Yeah, we won. Uh, yeah, well, two years ago. It was two years, years ago. ago. It was, I think it was yeah. 2018. Yeah. Yeah, we went uh, opening night. So, yeah, that counts. That's giving them money. So, I guess we did, we did, we, we did, did our part, part I man. Shit. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell you two things about that movie. Yeah, I don't think I ever went back and watched it. It's, it was on HBO for a little bit, and I, I saw pieces of it. Uh, oh, something okay. with, See, something with Canada. Right. Yeah. yeah. I remember it being up north there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. One thing I will say, you said, was there anything I watched these guys in, you know, that I know as well as Super Troopers or even Bear Fest? Because Bear Fest is like the unofficial sequel to Super Troopers, really. Mm-hmm. With these guys, you know, it was like it was getting the get band back together uh, five years after Super Troopers was made, and I mean, it may not be Super Troopers or Bear Pre- Bear Fest. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll be doing a show on that at some point because that was pretty uh, pretty entertaining itself. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Cult, I call them both cult classics. It's amazing they were to pull up two of these cult stoner classics. Yeah, uh, it's hard enough to do one, obviously. Ju- yeah. Just as just as quotable Super Troopers. I mean, they're they're yeah, cool, if not yeah, I would say if not more. Yeah, definitely uh, very quotable. Uh, oh, but there. So you were asking if I had watched them in anything else, and I had known anything. Um. You know, if I had watched them, you know, in uh, multiple times and kind of, uh, sort I'm looking for, uh, whatever other, other, yeah, yeah, other projects, other okay, so Jackass Two, Thorny, Jay Chen's car, whatever, yeah, <laughs> uh, makes an appearance, and actually, I think it's the last uh, skit or whatever you want to call it in Jackass, the last prank they pull on somebody is with him. I vaguely remember that. Yes, incredible. One of pro- maybe I don't know if it's because I'm biased because I love Thorny so much, but maybe my <laughs> best, the best prank that they pulled in Jackass all time is <laughs> they have Thorny show up to take. Uh, he's posing as a taxi driver. Okay, and he he pulls up to pick up. Uh, I think the kid's name what was the kid's name. It was one of Bam Margera's friends. I think Ethan. We'll call him Ethan. Okay, uh, and he's dressed up like in the terrorist getup. It's a very racist sketch, what they do or prank. And he's dressed up in the, uh, you know, like the Muslim gear, and he's got like stuff strapped oh, to him underneath. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's kind of coming back right. to me. All right. So Thorny is basically designed to like get him going, 
and so mm-hmm. have him start saying crazy shit. And he starts making the kid Ethan starts making hints to like being a terrorist, you know, like pointing out <laughs> planes in the skies, you know, saying shit like death to America or whatever. <laughs> and so Thorny, what Thorny's job is basically is to just lose his shit, you know, start asking more and more questions. Then finally he loses it and takes him to an abandoned parking lot and starts like smacking him around and pulls a gun on him and makes him get in the trunk. Oh, that's right. So, so oh. it's not over yet, though. It's not over yet. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed if you go back and watch this. This, I this have is to, great. Yeah. So what happens <laughs> is now he's in the trunk, this kid. All right? There's a production van following the jackass guys. It's like Bam Margera. I don't know if Knoxville was there. There's a couple mm-hmm. other guys. And they all get out, and they're like, no, no, this is a skit. This is a skit, man. Like, this is only a joke. And what they had is they had something out there to, like, simulate gunshots. Oh, jeez. So it sounds, it sounds like Thorny's losing and just shooting people, like the jackass <laughs> crew. And this kid's, like, in the trunk, like, losing it, man. Like, I told you guys, this is a bad idea, man. Get me the fuck out of here. And so then finally, you know, a few minutes go by, and they, they open up the trunk and just start laughing at him. And my, all, my all-time favorite, like, Thorny moment, outside of, obviously, Super Troopers or Bear Fest, is the kid just going up to him, man, just, you know, completely scared shitless out of his mind, still coming down from what happened. And he's like, wait a minute. He's like, you're not a, he's like, you're not an actual cab driver. And Thorny just looks at him like with his arms and he just goes, come on. I I remember the come on. (laughs) That's great. Just incredible, man. No, not a lot of people remember that, but Thorny just bringing a, Bringing home Jackass too to a conclusion. To a conclusion, I'm pretty sure that was the last one. And they even called their shot. I remember Bam Margera and those guys being like, "This is going to be the funniest sketch in in the in the movie." So yeah, man, that that was uh, that was probably Jackass too. Probably like mid 2000s. I'm gonna go back and watch some of those Jackass. Jackass is legendary show, man. Timeless, man. They're timeless. Those, yeah. yeah. I gotta go back and watch some of those. Because uh, the pranks <laughs> and the stunts they pulled—they're so dumb. Yeah, but so good. Um, what, <laughs> have you ever done anything like cat game or the repeater, or just fuck with people like that? Well, yeah, I, I should find. We should interview a cop for this. See, they actually play games like this. Yeah, um, I know you haven't done it. No, I've never been in a yeah, I've never been in a position where I've had to really <laughs> had the authority to uh, just fuck with someone like that. What do you think? What do you think their best? What do you think the best game was? The the repeater. The what was the other one? The uh, meow game. Yeah, cat game. And there's also the chicken fucker game that Farva made up on the spot. Yeah, Far- Farva said, uh, "Why don't we uh, take a bunch of Viagra and." Just go get tickets with raging heart. Thorny's <laughs> <on. laughs> like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> They're good on Farva. Well, and Farva uh, got the meow game wrong, too. He's like, what do I hear about this shit about Mac making, <laughs> making Foster say pussy 10 times? He's like, actually, it was meow. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, over, look over these guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I like, I was always partial to uh, cat game. Like, or Peter, they get, they get, Pinch with Repeater, which is just funny. I like Repeater because you just kept it going, you know. Even when they're locked up in uh, in the trunk, yeah, in the truck, and even when they get on, they go. Thorny's like, "What happened?" And he's like, uh, "We were doing the Repeater. Uh, somebody got distracted while doing the Repeater." <laughs> and Thorny's like, "That'll happen." Yep. And everybody else was like, "That will happen." Thorny, yeah, Thorny. <laughs> just kept it, kept it going. Yes, yeah, so that's actually the scene I have on right now. Nice. That'll happen. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then rabbit blown it that they parked their car across the street. Thorny was gives yeah, them happy, a look like, happy. "Come on, man, you got to keep up the ga- the gag longer than that." So there's the scene where things go off the rails. It's so it's just like it's just, and obviously that's probably the first part of the movie where there's actually plot introduced. Yeah, they right. find that's the, the pot. That's the drug guy. Yeah, that's the drug guy. Yeah, so um, they find the reef from the truck, and that's when, like I said, that's when things can't go off the rails. Because like uh, one of the next scenes is uh, like like uh, they 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 get the speeders, like the Germans, 
and then they take them in, and they have like a weird part in that movie, like those the German swingers. Yeah, like they're back at Thorny's, like the guys watching the show with them. Like it's a weird part in that movie, and then uh, and then Rabbit takes their car out on Joyride. Yeah, well, he wanted like, he wanted a little bit of uh, you know a little bit of the taste and, of uh, the pranks that you know Mac was able to. Pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's so and Mac sitting there jerking off and well, it's pretty there's, iPhone, there's, so there's another thing. There's another part of that where he um, where they kind of allude to Rabbit being like a stoner, but they never get into it. It's always like this underlying joke that he like was doing drugs with uh, the Grateful Dead and like, oh, it's like, oh, these, you know, from your days on tour. Well, I think and, that was uh, more Farva, but I think Rabbit was a legit pothead too because he did keep the stuff that he took off the college kids. Yeah, he definitely had it yeah, in his pocket. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I thought, I always thought there was like kind of weird that they just kind of did it in passing and there was no more to it. But yeah, I mean, they do I all mean, get but, high when they're watching the, uh, what was it Afghanistan animation? Yeah, the whole, <laughs> that's how they cracked the case. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta look at it. You gotta look at it from all the angles. Okay, yeah, a great part. Right, right. And that part happens. Farve is emptying the gas into the garbage tank to get ten gallons, so he get a free hot dog. <laughs> and that's what. And that's when he catches uh, rabbit. But that's like Foster's flashing Ursula at the police station. Mm-hmm. Like they're so random. He's just like going out there, and they, that's when they hook up. Foster's there, flasher. If you're flashing in front of the police station, it's not ending with you banging her in a Winnebago. And then making the scurvy roll the pot, you're you're going right to jail. You're cuddling with somebody that night, but it ain't Ursula. You know what I mean? No, probably not. And actually, we talk about plot points. It probably the finding the dead body is technically the first uh, major oh, yeah, plot yeah. point. But we don't know what's yeah. going on at that point because she has the tattoo, right? She has the tattoo of uh, the label that's on the uh, pot. Yeah, Johnny Chimpo, John Chimpo, John Chimpo. <laughs> right? Okay. And by the way, that guy, it's hard not calling that guy Kruger from oh, his yeah. work on uh, yeah. Seinfeld. From Seinfeld, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even still, you know what? I, you talk about calling people by their their names. Like Linda Carter shows up, and I still call her Wonder Woman, and I never saw Wonder Woman. I just That's right. She was Wonder Woman. She's, yeah, I never seen her either, but yeah. I just know the, she's the governor. Um, but that's, you know. Anyway, back to uh, Kruger. Kruger! Yeah. My son tells me your company stinks. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you, did you know? Uh, did you know exactly what the, where the idea came from this movie? Well, it was that opening scene where I think they were kind of they were driving along, uh, like getting high, going to Canada or something, and they were like, and I guess they got busted a couple times. They were like, "What, what would happen? The cops are relatively cool or funny." And they like took a you know, this fuck with right. People, what I if guess. the cops had a sense of humor? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, yeah, this is science fiction, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting though. It, definitely interesting that they came uh, at it like that. But somebody had to eat. Like that actually happened, I guess, where somebody had to eat all the shit. Oh, really? Call. I didn't know if it was a specific. I know they had gotten pulled over a couple times. I didn't know that first scene was uh, was something like similar that actually happened to them. Yeah, I don't know who exactly was in that car, if it was one or two of them or a bunch of them. Yeah, I, re- I just uh, read that it was in the uh, Thorny's. They were in Thorny's car traveling to people's weddings, I think they said. They would always take okay. like, a road trip up to you know various weddings, and uh, it would frequently get pulled over because they were like getting high or whatever. Sounds right. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't actually do a deep dive and see uh, what kind of time they did <laughs> I mean, that's everything they do in that scene is is definitely true to life. We're doing the drop on the side. You get nervous. Like I've, been, I've never been pinched. I've been with kids who got nervous and like they had to do a drop. Uh, and they try and make it look all not suspicious. Yeah, there's no way like, to throw something do, out your window without it looking suspicious. I'm going to do a drop. I'm going to do a drop. Right. But I mean, luckily we weren't actually in any kind of danger. I don't think it was out of a car. It was whatever. But yeah. just pe- people do the drop just to – wherever they are when they think they're in danger. I mean, it's definitely what it is. And then looking at whenever you were, I just maybe not when you were with the cops, maybe you were home or something. Mm-hmm. The, the kid who's driving looks at his friend and was like, do I look high? And the look on his face was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't sugarcoat it, man. You never look like you're fucking stoned. Oh, yeah. The worst is when you do like the look in the mirror. A uh, lot of times yeah, you're just home, so who the hell cares? But, you know, maybe yeah, if, now, you know, back in the day when you were allowed to have people in your house, 
you did, you did like a little bit of a check, you know, because you were high oh, as yeah. shit, and maybe not everyone yeah. in the party knew you were. Then you do the you do that <laughs> look, and your eyes are bloodshot, and you're like, ah, I'm not fooling anybody out there. <laughs> how long? How long have my eyes been like a starting pitcher getting shit. shellacked? Like, yep, there's not. They're all over <laughs> me out there, I'm getting pounded. <laughs> in, in your mind, you think you're killing it out there. <laughs> you know this 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 movie was uh, filmed like around where I grew up, like Fish as Poughkeepsie, Wapachers Falls, Fishkill. Yeah, Peak, I know places the, uh, upstate New York. I know that syrup scene was a was a diner up there, right? I never. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not. I don't know that diner, but that was up there. Yeah, because Fishkill is what like. 10, 15 minutes from Poughkeepsie? Yeah, it's not far. Yeah, 10 minutes. But uh, the banquet at the end, that's actually where I had my junior prom. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. What's the name of the place? Little, I don't even know. I was trying to look it up today. I don't remember. I just knew, like, I could see where I parked my car out at the prom. Still around, though? I have no idea. Now I have no idea. It's been a long time. I couldn't even tell you exactly where it is. The junior prom wasn't one for the ages. No. No. <laughs> Prom, oh, the real prom is bullshit proms. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even go to my senior prom. Oh, so you just, because, you're just out on proms right there, like there. Yeah, junior prom ruined it. I was like, ah, forget this. Like, I'll, go, I'll see you guys at the after party. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up the after party. Yeah, well, prom, you're in a weird spot because although like we drank a little bit at our prom, it's mm-hmm. not like... It's not like going to an event nowadays where there's a bar and no, you're you're a kid, so it's like. What? Oh yeah, you're just going around. Yeah, I mean, there's kids looking back now without a bomb. Like, what the shit. hell did we do a prom? We sat waited around for and, slow dance. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, waited for Creed to come on or something. Yeah, Creed three doors down. <laughs> a little third eye blind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a little sem- a little semi charm kind of life. <laughs> The whole crowd is going do 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 do. That's it, man. Yeah. Nah. That's it. Yeah. That's if that's if that's a how to your night, things have gone totally wrong. Yeah. yeah. But senior senior prom was great because I just skipped it, and the after party there was drinking, so it was perfect. There you go. You just skipped, cut out the middle, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. uh the hell was I gonna get to? Oh, underrated! I thought underrated scene in this movie, the little league scene. Oh yeah, Thorny Early as the coach, yep. just wearing the jersey yep. as his coach. The classic movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought the interesting thing about it was, first of all, somehow the local cops and the highway cops are on opposite sides, even when there's eight-year-olds <laughs> yeah. involved. Yeah. And the I don't know if this should, if this is weird or if I should be alarmed by this, but the fact that Mac. Foster and Rabbit are there, and none of them have kids. They're just there for the game. Are they? Are they just there in case a brawl breaks out? Probably, yeah. They're they're there's backup. They're the muscle. <laughs> yeah, they're there's backup in case their kids get pegged. Which, <laughs> which of course, Burberry cops are calling for their for the kid pitching to drill. Yeah, Ran- Randall's a dirty player, man. Yeah. His kid was on the mound, I guess. He got he got his though. Is move yeah, right. that gigantic cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's sitting behind him. I don't know where that guy gets. That guy's quoted. It's probably his only line in movies ever. Yeah, and move that gigantic cotton candy is not a line that uh, gets lost in history books. That's been said a lot oh, for no yeah. reason. <laughs> How's the view from Sugar Heaven, bitch? <laughs> All of them taking advantage of the snack bar, though. That's always the best part of a little league field. The snack bar. Oh yeah, you gotta go. Just you have uh, Rab- yeah, rabbits you go dipping to- in the in the. You gotta get seeds. You go to a snack bar. You gotta get seeds. Seeds. Uh, air okay, airheads. Uh, oh, airheads go. It's like yeah, it's like two for fifty cents. Yeah, or like that. A little big league uh, chew. Yeah, if you're gonna be chewing some gum, get some big league chew. Gatorade. You can only really drink Gatorade. Yeah, when you're at those things. If you have to, Powerade. Yeah, it depends on the depends on the on the little league stand. Yeah, because I remember my stand growing up, and I feel like my little league field we had just Powerade. Yeah, it all depends on what they get the best price on. Yeah, it was probably Powerade. But yeah, I remember sometimes doing uh, like Fireballs, not the shop. Ooh, oh, yeah, gummy thing, whatever it was. The thing I think the most I think was more disappointing than Gatorade versus Powerade is when you had any other seeds besides David. 
Oh man, I don't even remember having anything besides David. I yeah, mean, obviously no, in convenience stores, but in terms of uh, snack, uh, what do you call it? The snack, snack bar. Yeah, yeah, snack bar. It was always David Seeds. Yeah, I'll get whatever. I don't. I remember being disappointed a few times. I don't, I don't remember. What we Did had you have a flavor one. other than original that you went to? I dabbled. Um, I don't think it, barbecue was good. Yeah, ranch was good. I, I I'd go off brand once in a while, but I just the original most of the time. Yeah, me too. If I had I don't to pick the one, flavors, I would, though, I would have picked the barbecue. If you made me made me hold uh or something spicy, I would go probably if there was a buffalo. Oh, you know. Or... Oh, you know what I've had was I've had black pepper ones before. Those are good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had those. Okay. Yeah, they have a lot of weird flavors. You just got if you come across. I think that's why I'm willing to try them because like they're hard to find. Yep. Or certain places won't order them. So if you come across them, I think you're obligated to at least try it once. Yeah, not against it. Not that big of a purist when it comes to seeds. I'll I'll dab no. it a little bit. I won't try the dill ones though. You ever seen those? The dill. I'm People not a huge their- dill guy. I love pickles, man, but I'm not eating. I'm not eating the fucking dill uh, seed. Yeah. No thanks. I don't need a mouthful of pickle <laughs> for like an hour, hour and a half. No nah. seeds. No, nah, I'll have a pickle if I eat a burger or if I have like a club sandwich at a diner. Other than that, yeah, that's 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 why that's where they belong. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Leave the pickles where they belong. Yeah. Leave the pickles. Take the cannolis. <laughs> Uh, what, uh, all right, here's one for, we're talking about Brian Cox earlier. I, mean, I meant to bring this up. Yeah. Did, do you remember him in, in other movies before, before this? You know, Brian Cox is one of those guys that you feel like you've seen a bunch of places. Yeah. But I can't pinpoint him anywhere. I mean, outside of succession right now. Um, he's just one of those guys that I've always liked. Maybe because of this movie, it might be because of this movie. No, I think it's definitely because of this movie. He just knew he didn't, even though I didn't know of his work before, he just knew he didn't belong in it. Right. Um, no, I'm, I'm sure I've seen movies that he was in, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And it's Brian Denny who died this week. I I had the same feeling about him. Like he's just a guy I've, I've seen my entire life. I like Brian Denny. But I couldn't tell you two things he was in. Well, Rambo. Yeah, but I'm not a big Rambo guy. Oh, you're not? Okay. Rambo yeah. and Tommy Boy is what I remember him from. Yeah, Tommy yeah, Tommy Boy, yeah. That's uh, his that's his super troopers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cut a little cut a little short, but yeah. Well yeah, Brian <laughs> Cox was in Braveheart. I gave I gave him a picture of him in Braveheart. And he was in For Love of the Game. I think he was the manager for Love of the Game. I could see him as a manager. Yeah. And then obviously yeah. this is probably I could be wrong because he was around for a while, but this is his first attempt at like comedy, and just the fact that he was able to come out and crush it in a comedy like this and be hilarious, it's kind of like, kind of like a guy who could branch out there and play serious, but then also not play you know not take himself too serious in a movie. Kind of shows 20th, a wide range. He was in Twenty Fifth Hour also. Which one is that? That's where uh, Ed Norton. It's like one day before he goes to jail. Oh, I don't think I ever saw that one. Him and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, I think, is the friend. And I can't remember his girlfriend. It might be Rosario Dawson, I think. That's a good movie. Okay. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. I think Brian Cox, his lasting, uh, what he's going to leave for, behind, people are going to remember him from, is what he's doing right now in succession. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think he's so. actually peaking at however old he is now. He's in his seventies. Yeah, the part he was born to play type thing. He's great. Oh yeah, he crushed yeah, he, it. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he's just an old bastard. Yeah, and he's, he plays it to perfection. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, even in this movie, you could, I think it helps to have some of those those serious acting chops because he, in the context of Super Troopers, even like a line I've repeated this line a million times when uh, they're in. Uh, they're in that first meeting. Yeah, you know, we kind of learning about all the characters, and we know Favre's on suspension. Um, we know he really wants to go back out there. And Cox looks at him at the end of the meeting and goes, "Farva," and Farva looks up and he has this little <laughs> look of, "It goes your your suspension," and he pauses, and Farva's got a look of like ho- like uh, hope on his face, and he's and he, the little pause in there, and he goes continues. Yeah, and he just it's, you know he, I don't know if that that's a timing issue. That's that's not that's not anything to do with. Uh, you know, comedy acting or dra- dramatic acting, that's just good timing on his part. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, because yeah. a lot of the movie, he's actually playing it straight. He's not, 
You know, he's not the guy like Matt, like joking, joking around. Right. Yeah. He's kind of yeah, telling these he, guys like, "You guys are going to get us all fucking shut down and fired." He kind of lets loose a little bit at the end, though, when he starts drinking. <laughs> he gets hammered at the end. Yeah. I said, "Who's doing a shot?" Yeah. <laughs> the black label comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, if you're gonna, if you gotta go out, go out. And also, when he brings out, I forget his line exactly what it is, but when they're they're all giving Foster a hard time, telling him he got uh, he got used and abused by Ursula, he got screwed over. Yeah, yeah. And he just comes in and he's like, "It's called the honey." I forget. Like, it's called the. Honey it's called something. the honey pot. Yeah. <laughs> like doesn't even break stride. Like nah, it's, it has a name. It's happened to a few of us before. <laughs> uh man, yeah. So Cox. Uh, yeah, Brian Cox Award. TBD, <laughs> yeah, so, TBD. Yeah, t- you know, I was, you've seen the end of it like a, a bunch of times, and I know I've seen that part where they're uh, they're throwing like can- I've done that before, where I've like you have that the kid the kid in the like the doorway is going back and forth like one of those games at a, like a carnival, the chicken game where you shoot it and it goes ding. You know what I mean? It's oh, like a bullseye yeah, yeah. on the chicken or whatever. I always looked at it as like they were playing duck hunt. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was, duck hunt. But he was go, every time he got hit, you go ding and yeah. change directions. Yep. So I've done, I've done that with somebody. I made a pledge to do that one time. <laughs> it's inspired by Super Troopers. What were you throwing at him? Uh, beer cans. Oh, okay. That's empty, nice. empty beer. Cans, empty beer. Of yeah, you're not yeah. an animal. You're not a savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was <laughs> just chucking shit at him. We did not throw a uh, fire. Uh, fire extinguisher at him though. No, uh, Farva, Farva, yeah, and then Farva, Farva fucking turns on all of them. But then I, I guess helping him at the end because he ends up on the force again. But he does help him bring down uh, Kruger. He does unknowingly. He shows. He, true, still shows yeah. he still shows up like he's there for the bust. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, why did they let Farva back in? I don't know. I just think they like having him around and make fun of him. Somebody has to answer the phones, I guess. Yeah. Somebody's got to be on dispatch. Cleaning duties. Tony needs to clean the bathrooms and sweep the uh, kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was he right? Did he ride it all in the second one with uh, Thorny? Uh, in Super Troopers 2? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Car Ramrod. They did. Re- they brought back Car Ramrod for Super Troopers 2? They did. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. We gotta go watch, I gotta watch it again. I think Farmer definitely drops that line. It's like Car Ramrod and Thorny just nothing. Uh, no sells it, but as he does <laughs> in the first one, right? Because Carl Ramrod was born because uh, Rabbit gets pulled off the road for basically, I don't know, five minutes movie time because it doesn't take much longer until Farva's back yeah. working the radio. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> he had, and, they, and he gets banned from the burger place too. He does, which is which is what he takes the hardest. Yeah, I forget the name of the place, but at the end when when. Uh, uh, Cox throws that in there at the end that he's banned. For, oh, I can't think of the name of the, the burger place, but yeah. he really he takes it tough, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he, you know, he got shit on, man, and then he and he again such a flimsy plot. <laughs> he got shit on, he left, and that's uh, you know, kind of he gives he, he gives them you know the the bust of their own pot. See, even still, I'm still stammering over the plot itself because I'm so unsure. That's exactly what happened, and I watched it today. Yeah, that's what happened, right? He told the he told his cop, he told like the the Spurberry police that yes. uh, that there was that the, pot in the Winnebago. Pot in the, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. always pot in the Winnebago. But I think they knew though because they were kind of they kind of knew the operation, which is why they oh, they were first oh, ones that's on the true, scene. Yeah. I think what Farva did was kind of spit up the process, letting them know. All right, we gotta right. He let them know that that they knew. Yeah, right. And... Exactly. Wow, maybe it's more fucking uh, deep plot than we gave it credit for. Yeah, or we're just, or we're just overthinking the fuck out of this movie. That's probably more likely. Yeah, so basically, some... what happened? Basically, the local cops were running protection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had they were all getting envelopes for not pulling these guys over and making sure everything went swimmingly. You know, transaction wise. Yep, and all, see, Denny, you listen. Kruger deserves to get busted because he started the fight at the Winnebago originally, and that everybody wouldn't be in too much of a beef if there wasn't an actual brawl at that Winnebago. 
Right. So the the the, the death that is really the first plot point. The death of that uh, what was it? The, what do they call it? The Louisville smuggler. Yeah. <laughs> Jane Doe. I forget what they said her real name was. Uh, yeah, Jane Doe, the Louisville smuggler. That is what kind of draws unwanted attention from the highway cops. I like how we talk about how it's not a plot-heavy movie, and then here we are, minute 55, and we're still trying to figure out the first plot point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go so, to show you, if you're telling your friend to watch this movie, it is not because it's some exciting, action-packed... No. Um, <laughs> no, this you know, is the definition of a stoner flick, man. Just sit, sit there and enjoy it. <laughs> uh, and I, I... Oh, by the way, I don't know how we didn't get to this, but we brought up uh, the end uh, where they had the governor's ball, I guess it's called. Mm-hmm. And Farva ordering six schlitzes. Or whatever's free. Yeah. yeah. Well, by the end <laughs> of it, because when he's puking next to the toilet, he's drinking highlights, which makes me think he wiped them out of schlitz. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. And they're actually drinking highlights back when, they, uh, when they're doing the shots before they go out and get hammered. They're drinking okay. So big highlight. You got to respect yeah. the, you got to respect the hell out of a movie uh, that where the guys are drinking highlight bottles, man. Because there's not much. It's hard. It's really hard to top, man. The highlight bottle. I didn't even look for uh, for beer in this movie because I thought it was all fake beer for some reason. Because I know there's like Saint Aki at the end. Yeah, and then they, they are drinking this other bottled beer that's probably fake. But yeah. highlight is the only real beer I think that makes an appearance. And and Schlitz. Well, I'm, see, I don't even know if there is a Schlitz. He ordered a Schlitz. Right, just, they, just, they may have just given him a highlight. I don't know. Just in the dialogue, that's it. Yeah, it Kevin Afferman improvising. Like, hey, we, don't, we don't have the budget for uh, Schlitz. He just, he just, went, he just went, went out there with it. O- open bar, dudes. <laughs> yep. That's been oh, said yeah. a lot. That's been said a lot. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know if... Um, I could excel anybody to watch the movie the first time now. It'd be kind of weird to tell somebody to watch it. Like, if you haven't seen this movie now, you cannot go back and watch it. Well, if for the first time. I don't know if you. I don't know if it'd be any good for you if you're like 32 years old. Well, if you're 32 and haven't seen this, then like so you're so a I'm fucking saying. loser, dork. That's that's fair too. <laughs> I don't even want to know you if you haven't seen Super Troopers. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> That's what I don't know about, like, where, where this movie – do we overrate this movie? Because, like, old school, for example, we, I, we were talking about. Old school is highly regarded. I don't think so, man. I think it's just – but I think it's just for a certain time, though. Like, I don't think it's been – maybe it has been passed down generation to generation. It should be. It could be. It could be just, like, one of those college movies that, that people just keep watching every new class – you know, there's always like a senior now that has it and they're watching it. Uh-huh. And then like, you know, senior shows it, freshman sees it for the first time. And then when that freshman's a senior, you know what I mean? And the, right. And the circle of life goes on and on. So you're saying this movie could be more of a generational you know, I think, But I, I think it's got a, there's a really good possibility like it's passed down through, like it's a college movie now. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know how everybody has, uh, I don't know, when I was there, it was all like, um, like Animal House was on, you know, was on people's walls yeah. and shit like that. Like that was a college movie. I mean, it was about college, but that was like one that college kids uh, love for generations. I mean, it fits, in the, it fits in the same sentence as Animal House. That's really high regard, I think. I would hope. Yeah, I would hope yeah. it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on the same list as that. I think, I think they're in the same category. I don't know. I mean, Animal House is a classic. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to like – I'm not going to say – Super Troopers is the same level as Animal House, but they're definitely the same category. I think what hurt, might hurt it a little bit is you don't have the big names. To yeah, that's all right, on. though. But even the big names in Animal House aren't, except for Belushi, like, aren't. I mean, they're, they're pretty big names because we've we've known these guys for a long time now. You know, Donald Sutherland, and uh, I mean, what's his name has showed up the fucking guy who show, he shows up in all yeah all these uh, new stoner movies as like the old guy Tim Mapp you know what I mean yeah, in Van Wilder yeah, yeah so like you yeah. get a lot of right so you got guys that you gotta know and I guess you could probably say the same for these guys because there you go there's Thorny and Jackass too mm-hmm. um, and these and uh, like Heffernan showed up in a few different things uh, you know they Curb. have their own TV he's been in Curb he's the Devo guy 
Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and they, they, and they've, they had their own TV show, so I'm sure some people are fans of that and stuff. Yeah, I checked that so out. I think, a bit, yeah, I think it's been 20 years, you know, since you know, give or take this this movie's come out. So, you know, I think it's just in the first stage of kind of uh, making its place in history yeah. as far as. Uh, as far as being seen on college campuses and like where it stands as that kind of movie. Yeah, and they made the, when they were doing Super Troopers too. They definitely made the rounds and went on different shows. Like the Barstool guys had them on, so it's definitely that type of crowd, I guess. You know, the Barstool crowd is like guys who are twenties, thirties, you know, male. So I think I guess that is who it appeals to, and hopefully. Uh, you know, I don't even, I mean, I don't give a fuck what young people watch, but I'm, I'm hoping that uh, they find this movie at some point in our. I don't know if they're going to like it as much as us because we kind of saw it when it first came out. You know, we were young guys when this came out. Uh, but hopefully they give it a shot and uh, take a liking to it. Kind of appreciate how I mean, just funny I mean, when the you, movie is. When, when you Google the best stoner movies, best stoner movies of all time, mm-hmm. can you guess what number it is? Did you actually do that? I'm looking at it right now. What? I would Oh, see, we're talking all time now, though. So, yeah, I mean, it should be, in my mind, it should be top ten. It's eleven. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. So just and I think don't forget, it's 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 Google. It's an it's an algorithm. So like, there's a couple of Cheech and Chongs on there. Oh, okay. See, and I I'm never sh- got into. We talked about that last night. I never really got into. Yeah. Like, like I'm sh- I got like I'm sure it's probably just one Cheech and Chong that's really good. I don't know that they're all that good. Um, and then there's uh. Like very uh, Harold and Kumar Christmas and Harold and Harold and Kumar Escape Guantanamo Bay. Ah, oh, see, but I, not, I mean, come on, that, that, but but not Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, so that's odd. So it sounds like the Stoners an, made this list. It's just, I guess, it's just an algorithm. But I was, but it's that's important though. It's it's if you're gonna be like you go to college and you and you want to get high and watch something, you're like, oh, what's the movie I should watch? High. Mm-hmm. You're gonna say best. You're gonna Google best Stoner movies of all time, and it's it's right there. So it's gonna be rediscovered, right? It, you know I mean? Is your uh, is your list actually have it a number one on it? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, again, it's just by it's not like ranked. It's just at the top of Google. You know oh, I mean? okay. I was gonna say yeah. it's Lebowski on top. Well, yeah, Lebowski, Days Confused are one, two, and then right. Cheech. So and we Sean. had it right last night with our list, basically. Yeah, 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 okay. absolutely. yeah we killed it. <laughs> Although you know what we didn't mention uh, that's on this list is Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually saw that in theaters. Dude, where's my car? And I was not high. I was, I was pretty young. Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait. I, I lied to you. I, I skipped something. Hang on a second. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have my friend Cessna now counting on. <laughs> win, loss, win. Okay. Sorry, Super Trooper is number 20 on Google's algorithm. All right. Now it's way too high. That's way too look- high. So listen, here's uh, okay. So that's why those other those other guys were there. That's why Guantanamo Bay was so high and shit. All right, but uh, top one is Pineapple Express, which we didn't even talk about last night. We talked about Seth Rogen, but we didn't talk about Pineapple, Pineapple, Pineapple Express. Yeah, anymore. that is. I mean, that's definitely a stoner movie. I guess. Like, yeah. All right, I liked Pineapple Express. I, it's not one of my rewatchable. It's not. It's not as rewatchable to me as it might be other people, though. Yeah, you can't you can't say that word on this show, man. So you got to drink. You got to take a drink. <laughs> All right, one second. <laughs> All right. That's I, like, do you ever see uh, Win Ben Stein's Money? Oh, I mean, not in a long time. Not for a while. So, like, so, so Win Ben Stein's Money was kind of like a trivia show where you had, to, you had to beat Ben Stein in trivia, which I always hated those shows because I'm sure the guy's smart, but, like, you know that he was given something beforehand, right? He's, he's, he's got some sort of advantage more than just being very smart. Yes, of course. Um, but Jimmy Kimmel was the host. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or not, I remember that. And, and uh, Ben Stein was there as whatever as the monkey that you had to beat. And and if you ever answered something like Jeopardy, if you ever said like, if you went to answer it, we're like, uh, who was, uh, I don't know, Jimmy Carter? You were berated you, for it? Yeah, they made you wear a dunce cap if you, if you <laughs> answer like you were on Jeopardy. I don't so, remember. I remember watching it a little bit at times. I don't remember that, though. I remember Kimmel just, like, sitting there not doing much. Yeah, yeah. It's a great start to his career. Yeah. Phenomenal. 
Other ones we missed. Um, we talked about half big. We didn't do how high. Grandma's boy. Jay, any you know, Jane Sai. We did talk about Jane Sai Bob a little bit, I guess. Um, you ever see this one called Super High Me? That's that's the one where the guy gets high thirty straight days, right? I guess. All right. I'm that's not, like the guy. Who, is the same guy who? Or I don't know if it's the same guy, but the the one where the guy eats like McDonald's for thirty straight days. Yeah, it's a different guy. That oh, yeah, Super that. High Me is uh, Doug Benson. Oh, okay, there's just a cloud of smoke, so I couldn't tell it, who it was. It's a documentary, basically. He's a he's a comedian, and he gets high for like 30 straight days, and they. You, I've seen you it. Saw it. Yeah, I've seen it. Is it funny or is it worth seeing? Uh, it's all right. It's just a. I mean, it's a documentary. It's not. It's not a movie. Okay. It just follows him around for 30 straight days, getting high. I mean, he's already a stoner to begin with. Like he takes like a week off and clears his system, and then he just gets high thirty straight days. And they give him like tests at the beginning, uh, reflexes, you know, medical evaluation before mm-hmm. he starts. And then at the end, they do all the same things. And it's all right. I mean, it's entertaining a little bit, but not not a must see. Super Troopers basically is better than all these movies. Except, I mean, Lebowski's better, but uh, Super Troopers better than anything we've mentioned though. Super Trooper is not on the top ten of Rolling Stones website. I'm not gonna go. Over I think, it, I, I think just, we answered our own question there. I think it might be underrated to this day. That's fair. Super Troopers is on Complex.com's top ten though. All right. I, I think it's. I don't know if it's ten or not. It See, the thing like it's, things it's, like movies like Pineapple Express have going for it is Seth Rogen and James Franco, who are, right, who are big right, time. Right. Big time Hollywood. I mean, I, I don't think it's a stress saying they're A-listers for, for no, that kind of genre, yeah. you know. And they absolutely are A-listers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So you're going to always have those guys because you're going to know them from all their Super Troopers is like, it's a win for the little guy, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. sure those guys are doing very well. You know, they're not uh, out there begging. Or they, I guess they were kind of out there begging for money for last <laughs> For last movie, but you know <laughs> that's exactly how they got it made. Yeah, but, you know it's a win for the little guy seeing this movie have, stand the test of time. All right, well, and oh, one more thing is uh, Brian Cox is in Deadwood. I know you're thinking about doing a Deadwood rewatch. I Deadwood's been on my list for years. I haven't gotten around to it. Well, that, does that put you over the top there? I mean, oh you... yeah, I mean I'm gonna do it. And when I, cause I, in my, during my Brian Cox research, I did see you in Deadwood. It's definitely something that uh, I have to get around to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything Brian, I mean, I'll give Brian Cox a shot, especially with what he's doing now. He's crushing in succession. Uh, yeah. Just uh, really, uh, right. Really cementing his legacy. <laughs> well, like Brian Cox would say, uh, you know how these guys get when they get Belly full of syrup. They got a Lancy in there, pantsy. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say fuck off, like Logan. <laughs> That's new. Yeah, new, new, uh, new age Brian yeah. Cox. All right, I think we've uh, we've gone as far as we could with a movie with very little plot, and then some. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, here's to you. Here's to you, Broken Lizard. You've made a, you've made many a night end on a on a happy note. Yeah. So that'll do it. Unless you got anything else, man. No, just uh, who wants a mustache ride. That's it. <laughs> Be sure to check out Sunday Poor on Twitter, <laughs> at Sunday Poor, and on Instagram, at the same thing, at Sunday Poor. And uh, follow, like, give us comments, subscribe, all that kind of shit would help us out. Um, I don't know exactly how it helps us out, but that's that's how a lot of podcasts end. So that's how I'm going to end this one today. Yeah, just our fragile uh, self-esteem will help. <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. See you on Sunday, poor. See you. Peace. That was a bit of a challenge. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough doing those comedies that are just comedies. (laughs) Yeah. You're meant to laugh for an hour and a half. Especially because we talked about how, like, these guys aren't big names. So as much as they love those guys, there's really not much context to, to talk about them. Like you can't expand too much. Like we're able to other do with other guys. They were in, yeah. yeah. Just a whole uh, bunch of quotes. Yeah. By the way, what might be a uh, underrated funny line is when they're sitting there talking about mm-hmm. uh, 
Farva and Thorny are sitting there inside the burger place. Yeah. It's like, what would you do with $10 million? And you, <laughs> and you can't say buy the Cleveland Cavaliers. There's like no context to put that in. Like, is he a, is he, is he a big Cavs fan? Like, what's the deal there? Has he, has he talked about investing in the Cavs before? Would have been a hell of an investment, by the way. That was two years before LeBron gets there. It would have been, yeah, he would have fucked it up somehow. Yeah. Well, I think Dan, I mean, Dan Gilbert did that. <laughs> the, the current owner <laughs> of the team did that. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe some, uh, some yeah. uh, inspiration behind that. He yeah. was Dan Gilbert of, of uh, the the Highway Patrol. Yeah. For not, I didn't have for not having a lot of notes. I didn't even get to like half of them. So. This is not a movie that would have inspired you to become a cop, I guess, huh? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, the real move, the real life movies about cops definitely don't inspire you. To become a cop, does, yeah. This one might actually do more help than than hurt, just because it's what, like a uh, bunch of guys jerking around and kind of just getting the fuck with people. Yeah, it's true. What um, hmm. there's like no good, even like Serpico, which is like, all right, here's a guy trying to do the right thing, and then he gets popped in the face at the end by his own people. You're like, oh, maybe yeah, it's not a really good idea to be a cop. Yeah, no. a lot can a lot can go wrong for just trying to do the right thing. Like, no, <laughs> I don't want to thin blue line, man. Yeah, it's, you never know what the right thing is sometimes. Oh well, thin blue line. I could get, you know, I could see you getting into the being a cop because I saw that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't really think I ever saw that movie. That's the one where they talk about. Uh, I forget what the cops are, but they're just like they're they're drug dealers, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right then. And he's like, he's a complete scum. I mean, this guy's a scumbag, and he doesn't even know he's a scumbag. And he's interviewed through the whole movie. I don't remember it's like, I don't remember it that well, but I just remember hating this guy because he's a cop um, that was just on the take and on on drugs and got a lot of other cops in trouble and shit, and just uh, yeah, just got to let a lot of bad guys go because he was in on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> not a good, not a good guy. No. Not a good, not a good guy by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> oh, <sighs> all right. I think that's a wrap oh, for man. Super Troopers. That's it, my man. I'll uh, get this up, send it out. All right.